You're listening to the Believe in Giants podcast with Giants legend Carl Banks and broadcaster Bob Papa. Welcome to another edition of Believe in Giants. As the Giants get ready to take on the Chargers in Los Angeles, Bob Papa along with Carl Banks. We like to chop it up a couple times a week and uh, get you ready for the Giants and their upcoming game or get instant reaction from what transpired in the previous game. And Carl, I mean, look, you made some headlines last week, and I know that wasn't what you were trying to do. No, um, it it was raw, but, you know, I, I try to be succinct in, in what I say. And it's, you know, it's basically an observation uh, with an educated eye. And it is what it is. I mean, everything I said is true, I believe in. And uh, a lot of people, you know, you saw a few publications take some of, a, of what we talked about and not all of it. So I just, re, you know, I just directed everybody uh, to the link for the full context of, of uh, what we were talking about. It doesn't change anything that I said. It just gives you in greater detail why I said it. Right. And you also prefaced everything by saying that it's, I'm not telling, I'm not saying, I'm not giving any observations here that I wouldn't give directly to whomever I Correct. was talking to about it. That part always seems to get left out. But uh, let's talk about this game on Sunday. Look, the Chargers, their last seven games for the Chargers, it's been win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. Uh, wildly inconsistent, five giveaways in their last two games. They're coming off one of their signature wins last week, going to Cincinnati, beating the Bengals, and doing it the way they did it. Quarterback was outstanding. Eckler's a beast. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, the whole group of them. So how do the Giants make this week the down week in this cycle that seems to be going for the Chargers? Well, it's it's more about the Giants making it an up week for them. And where they're going to have some opportunities, Bob, is running the football. They've got a challenge. The Chargers up front, uh, Saquon Barkley, um, he has to he, Joe Torrey was notorious and they I don't know if they coined the phrase for his style of, of managing but the, the word small ball was always associated with the Yankees when he was managing and that's kind of got to be the approach for Saquon Barkley in this offensive line small ball do the little things get to five yards get to four yards and the home run will come because if he can, you know, if he can focus on doing the little things like catching the ball, keeping drives alive, uh, you'll see this offense become more and more productive and become more and more physical uh, and physically confident, I should say, in what they do. Um, defensively, it's going to be a challenge for the back end of the Giants uh, in the respect that this quarterback reads well on the move um he's not a patient pocket guy um he'll move just to read the defense or he may take off but he poses a few a few issues because he's big he can run and he's got a big arm but the main priority for the giants back end of their defense 
is to make sure they don't turn anyone loose. I don't know what receivers they're going to have available for the game, but that system is still the same. Um, so it's just a matter of uh, covering the back end and everyone up front being physical. Uh, the Giants are getting some, some um, players back. I think Sterling Shepard is coming back. Um, should help Mike Glennon uh, in what they do. But again, it, it just comes down to the little things. Do the things that are conducive to winning. And that's clock management, getting to the huddle, not taking delay of game penalties, things of that nature that will give you an opportunity because they will have plays that are scripted to take advantage of something that the Chargers don't do well. The Giants have to execute that. So I want to remind fans that uh, Bet Online is your number one spot for basketball and football action this season, and we got a little deal for you here. Sign up today, receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code BELIEVE50, and you get your bonus. Football, basketball, NHL, boxing, UFC, favorite casino games. Take advantage of it all. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It's where the game starts. And again, the promo code believe 50. Here's one thing that I believe in. I believe in this game has the markings of somebody's get right game. You taught me that term. You know, it's when you go into a game and a team is bad at something. And then suddenly for that one game anyway, they look like world beaters doing whatever they're doing. So who gets right in this game? Because I think in this get right scenario, Carl, it really will spell whether the Giants win this game or not. And here's what I mean by that. The Giants are one of the worst teams in the NFL running the football. Okay. Saquon Barkley does not have a game yet in which he's had 60 yards rushing this season. Which, is, which blows me away. The fact that Devontae Booker is the Giants' leading rusher with 376 yards, that blows me away. So we know that they're not good against the run. Conversely, though, the Chargers are 31st in the NFL against the run, 141 a game. They've allowed 17 rushing touchdowns, which is 30th in the NFL. Heck, I mean... The 17 rushing touchdowns they've allowed are more touchdown is, is is one less touchdown than the Giants have scored all year. And they give up 4.6 a carry. So to me, whoever gets right on Sunday, do the Giants use this game to get right and get a running game going against a bad run defense? Or do the Chargers for one game get right and play good run defense, which I think would really hamper any chance the Giants have to win? Fair enough? Fair enough. And I can say from a defensive standpoint, um, if you're that low, there's a lot that you can't do. Um, and it would take a very poor performance from the opponent for you to get right. Conversely, um, when you look at an offense, it's easier to script runs against teams that are struggling to stop it and have some success, enough success to keep your drives going. It's not, I mean, listen, if they've got two running backs 
and they can average 3.5 yards to carry. Three point, I mean, 4.0 yards to carry. They may, they may look at it, the Chargers may look at it, well, we're not giving up the 4.7, but the Giants, at four yards to carry, they're, they're moving the ball down the field. And so there's, there's more wrong with a defense that's ranked low against the run than it is against an offense that, that is, is ranked low running the football. They can find plays against a bad defense. And it's hard for a defense to all of a sudden flip the switch and say, hey, now we can, we can stop the run. It's, it's, there's more to it than that. There are many players up front or at the second level that just aren't good enough to, uh, to get it done on a consistent basis. And that's why they're ranked so low. Yeah, we, I mean, we saw that, again, to go back to uh, that Patriots game on Monday night. Um, well, you know, Buffalo defensively stopping the run. Well, New England just basically said, hey, we're going to run it. And you kind of yeah. got a sense as you were watching that game that they may never pass the ball. And they still couldn't stop it. And to me, even if the Chargers load up a little bit in the box against the run, the Giants are going to have to find a way to beat the guy in front of you, whatever scheme they're going to use, and um, just go win win the battle of the guy in front of you and just make the Chargers play to their profile, which is a bad run defense. Impose your yeah, will. And so, right. And so the thing about the extra man in the box, right, it's a show of force. But it still still doesn't say if that extra guy in the box is worth a damn. You know, that's the thing about it. they put 10 in there to try to discourage you. But if that extra, if you run at the weak link, he still can't tackle. So that's the, that, that's the only thing about that. Like, oh, we're going to put extra guys in the box to discourage him from running. But we know this player, this player, this player doesn't hold up very well. Well, if they don't hold up, you just keep blocking them. And the guy who can't tackle, you'll run right through him. So... Uh, the Giants have to have a, a single-minded mentality of just doing the little things and executing. It doesn't matter what the Chargers are doing at this point. It's all about what the Giants are doing. Because another thing, they could get a good run, Bob, and then get two penalties right afterwards. Mm. You know, and that's that's what's hurting their run game because they can't get it going consistently for procedural er errors and things of that nature. So if they could just focus, stay single-minded on the assignment and the execution and value every possession, if they value every possession, you'll see a more efficient offense. Yeah, I mean, listen, we've been calling these games for a long time. Um, you think about over the last seven or eight years, uh, with the Giants not having good blocking tight ends and backup tight ends. Now they upgraded that with Kyle Rudolph. Uh, I really, you know, it's a shame that Caden Smith is lost for the year because he added an element and Chris Myrick has to mm -hmm. step up his game. But how many times, Carl, did we see the Giants go like three tight ends? But if the three tight ends aren't good at what they're doing, you could have nine tight ends in there and it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Don't get exactly. beat across the face. Don't get beat on the backside. You know, so we'll see. We'll see how they do how they handle this. Um, Carl, I want to go to the other side of the ball because quietly Aziz Ojolari, you know, he's having a nice season here. Um, he's third amongst NFL rookies with six and a half sacks. I mean, Micah Parsons has 10. He leads the way. 
Jalen Phillips had two last week against the Giants to get to eight and a half. And then there's Ojolari with six and a half. Now, he doesn't have the amount of quarterback hits and stuff that Parsons has. But um, from you, what you've observed of his game so far, uh, what are some of your impressions? I like what I see. I mean, he's got he's 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 naturally and instinctively a a really good edge rusher. He understands angles. He understands you know how to set up the uh, offensive lineman to get his moves going. And he's got a great combination of speed and power. Um, it's just refining him. It's not like trying to develop a guy who doesn't have the skill set. He's got a a great skill set. And um, he's a bright spot in terms of, of a pass rush. I'll tell you another guy who's starting to show up on film a little bit too now that he's in the lineup, Bob, is Ellerson Smith. Now, he's not Ojolari, but uh, he's starting to, starting to show up on tape. And that's a good thing too. That shows uh, progress and development of this young class. Yeah, I mean, and uh, listen, Aaron Robinson, who you know, forgot he was on the roster. Yeah. I mean, he missed all the camp. He missed the first part of the season, uh, was injured. Now with the Dory Jackson out of this game, uh, the Giants are thin at that position. I mean, he's going to have his hands full. How do you think the Giants are going to help him? Are we, uh, you know, if Keenan, we don't know if Keenan Allen's playing. I doubt he's going to play. But between, you know, Mike Williams and Guyton and all the other guys that they have, not to mention um, a prolific tight end in Cook and the rest of what they have on offense, how, how, do, you, how do you try to help Aaron Robinson a little bit? Well, it's going to be mixed coverages. They're going to roll a safety some. I think also uh, they'll try to play as much defense that keeps – the uh, receivers in front of them, like the in chargers like to get guys across your formation. They like to try to isolate uh, safeties, but if you can, they'll, they'll have a construct where they'll try to keep as many of these receivers in front of them. It may be some too deep. It may be some uh, combination man zone matchup zone coverage stuff, but that's the only way you can do it because you don't want him just isolated on an Island without any type of help. So, it could be some cover three. It could be some off man so he can see everything, keeping it in front of him. And listen, um, they're going to have to make a couple of above X's and O's plays, right? I mean, the last two games, the Chargers have committed five giveaways. Only the Colts have given it away more when the opportunity arises. Because if you play the game straight, straight up, and it's a clean game with not a lot of penalties and not a lot of turnovers, it's a hard matchup for the Giants to go win against a team that's seven and five. But, you know, create some takeaways. Keep that ball rolling negatively for the Chargers, mm -hmm. you know, especially early in the game. Right. And that's one of the things that, you know, the Giants, what was the first time in five games they didn't get a turnover last week? First time um, all season. Really all season, right. And so uh, they just have to stay – uh, focused on what they're doing defensively and how they generate turnovers. The ball just didn't bounce their way um, in the Miami game. But if they just stay focused on doing things the way they have, they'll get turnovers in games because they have guys in the right position.
to make plays, they have enough guys hustling to the football to pick up fumbles. If they continue to do that, then that trend will carry over into this game Sunday. All right. Uh, listen, Christmas is coming, and there's a really cool idea out there called Lightbox Lab-Grown Diamonds. Brightest gift of the year, cutting-edge technology, innovative techniques. They figured out a way for science to create the sparkle. Starting at just about $800 per carat, same chemical makeup as natural diamonds, but grown in a lab. They can create stones in blush pink, beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off, so you don't have to. They're going to do it and make any outfit sparkle as well. Visit lightboxjewelry.com. Add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. Never a dull moment on this podcast. Um, you know, the Giants... They, they, they have like an uncanny streak going. They have not had a running back or wide receiver score a touchdown since October, the Carolina game on October the 24th when Booker scored and Dante Pettis caught a touchdown pass. It's the longest streak in Giants history. It's the longest, second longest streak in Super Bowl in the Super Bowl era. Cleveland went six straight in 08. And Ingram uh, is the only player on the team with multiple touchdown catches, and it's a whopping number of two. Um, it, I mean, uh, Carl, you, you think at some point, and maybe this is the week, the lid comes off a little bit. Like it's like you know, like when you're when you're watching basketball, and guys are getting good looks, a team's getting good looks. And they can't make a shot. They can't make a shot. And then finally someone hits like an off balance three or whatever. And it opens it up. I mean, you're not far from the great Western forum. That's where the new stadium. SoFi stadium is it's right there. Uh, showtime. And you just feel like, can they can, you know, what's, what's a big play spark for them? Because the chargers have given up. 20 or more points in eight straight games. And they've given up 20 or more 11 to, uh, 10 times this year. Only the Jaguars are worse with 11. And I just feel like with Shepard coming back with Galladay, Ingram, Rudolph, Barkley, I've even though, even with Glennon playing, I feel like, man, it's just something, something could open this up this week against an opponent that you can score against. Again, I am of the Joe Torrey mindset, small ball, do the little things, get the base hits, keep a guy on base, just keep progressing, keep progressing. And then those types of plays, the scoring plays will be there. But uh, if they are, are playing in, in fits and starts and there's a penalty here after a big game and there's a delay of game after the penalty, it just sets them backwards. So they can't swing for the fences. They just got to, again, value every possession and watch what happens. That's really, I mean, a coach can put on a film of a losing game and point out uh, where they missed opportunities. And then a coach can put on the film and say, and be really disgusted at how you just deny yourself opportunities. And that's where this giant offense is. It's like, you know, delay of games and, in uh, procedural penalties in the middle of something good or right after something good happens, 
you penalize yourself out of it. Like, let's just see what happens when you can just focus on every possession, understand the, uh, the moment, the sense of urgency that every play requires, and then after every play, the sense of urgency uh, to get to the next one. When that happens, then we'll probably see a much different team than what we're talking about right now, because a lot of it is self-inflicted. And I think they have better talent. Again, I say that. They have better talent than what their record shows, but if that talent is not doing its part, then that's the reason why the record is what it is. Yeah, Chargers are 31st in third down defense. And, um, you know, between two and four yards in my breakdown here, they've given up 31 of 41, which is 76%, and 21 of 45 between five and eight yards. So if you keep it inside of eight yards, you have a 62% chance between two and eight yards of extending the series and getting a first down. Just stay out of the, the third and nine pluses, which the Giants were in 10 of them last week against the Dolphins, and they were just three of 10. Um, I just want to remind everybody that Bet Online is the number one spot for basketball and football all season, and we're offering a 50% welcome bonus. If you sign up today, all you have to do is the promo code BELIEVE50. All right, you have anything else on your chest that you need to, to get off your chest? No, well, I'll just say this. Um, as long as they can stay away from third and longs, they stay away from Bolsa as well. Bolsa with seven and a half sacks this year, third in the NFL and forced fumbles. Uh, he's got four of them. So, yeah, and – you know, if they can extend drives and convert their downs and stay manageable, that keeps Herbert off the field, who is 314 yards away from compiling the most passing yards by a quarterback ever in the first two seasons. He wow. would uh, pass Andrew Luck, who holds that record. And he's only 10 touchdowns behind Dan Marino for the most touchdown passes in his first two seasons as quarterback, any um, any special restaurant you may hit tonight in L.A.? I know you're a man, a well-traveled man, or are you laying low? Yeah. No, I'm not laying low. My daughter Carla's out here, so she's a foodie. So she's uh, she's made some reservations. I don't know where. But speaking of, I am, um, you know, as, as you know, I, I like to eat good, but I like to kind of eat smart and when I played here, there was this like donut shop called Winchell's, and there's Pretty a Winchell's here. Spot. I haven't Pretty famous. Yeah, I haven't up. had it since I played, and I was like, "Darn, do I get a donut or not?" And I'm I'm looking how far it is. It's like two miles from the hotel, so I would say I would I would earn that donut if I did that four miles. I would earn it and still enjoy the donut, but I would have earned the right to have that. That was my compromise. Yeah, I think. Um... I think that's a fair compromise to make with yourself. A fair deal. Two miles there. Enjoy a little donut. Two miles back, you burn it off. The key is, you know, you just can't go on the four donut path, which I don't know. How are you no. going to just go with one? One donut a mile? <laughs> well, I don't know. How do you eat just one, man? If they're that good, usually um, they're nice I, and because soft. I don't, and I don't, yeah, I don't eat donuts that much anyway, anymore. 
So I, you know, just an excuse to go four miles and then a reward for it is cool. Do you have a go-to? Do you have one in mind that you're looking forward to when you go there? No, I just hope they're as good as they used to be. Mm. Like their their glazed donuts, just like Krispy Kreme had nothing, has nothing on one chose. If it's still what it was. When we play, we used to play the Rams. The don't, the Winchell's was like right across the street from the hotel. You wake up, you smell the donuts. Mm. That's a that's a pretty good deal. All right, well, I'm looking forward yeah. to getting out there. Um, see if the Giants can knock off the Chargers. They've lost four in a row to the Chargers. Not that they play them every year. Obviously, it's once every four years. Last time they beat them was 1998. Danny Cannell was the Giants quarterback back mm. then, and Howard Cross was still active. So hopefully. Uh, Hopefully things will change there. Carl, how do we like to end this thing? Tell a friend to tell a friend, right? Tell a friend to tell a friend. Believe hopefully, we'll, hopefully we'll have a happy recap for you uh, early next week as the Giants take on the Chargers. Make sure you subscribe. It's free. And always spread the word. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. It's Believe in Giants along with Carl Banks. I'm Bob Pop. Enjoy the game, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.